Hey everybody, how you doing? This is uh, David Grossman here and you're listening to Uber Driver Confessions. I must confess it has been a little while since I last um, checked in with you guys. Uh, I think this is episode number four now. And uh, yeah, so uh, it's been a while, but uh, all is good and I have missed you guys and I haven't forgotten about you guys. Um, So yeah, I have been still driving Uber, not a ton, I must admit, but I have still been driving and I actually reached out to a guy uh, recently who I understood was uh, renting cars to people who wanted to drive Uber. you know so if you want to be an uber driver and you didn't have a car this was a way so i don't have the details yet the guy um you know kind of put me off a bit uh he sounded like he's probably legit but i can't see this being a very lucrative game i mean it just seems to me that if you own a car and you have some downtime uh, then it makes sense uh, because you just don't make enough money uh, to warrant um, that kind of a thing, you know. So the additional costs, I think, of having to pay a third party. Now, I thought, you know, if you get decent-looking cars, you know, like I don't know, um, seven, eight-year-old uh, Toyota Corollas or uh, uh, three, four, five years old, uh, uh, you know, Ford Escorts or whatever, and you can pick them up for you know, a few thousand dollars, um, then maybe you could make a go out of it. But other than that, I can't really see it. But that's why uh, I have been telling you since day one about this real estate networking and real estate investing and so on. And, And I've talked to you guys about the developer, Harry Stinson. And I am still working uh, to raise money for uh, the developer, but I'm also looking at other projects in Hamilton. I don't know if I told you guys about Hamilton, but Hamilton is this community outside of Toronto. It's about uh, 50 minutes, uh, so that's just under an hour. And Hamilton is an amazing city. Um, It has quite a history. It is a huge city. I just spent some time really driving around there with my uh, good friend Perry Battelle today. And we were looking around at different uh, real estate opportunities. One thing I observed, holy cow, one thing I observed was that it was like no pressure driving around the city, right? Like, I mean... um, Uh, you know there was no big traffic or anything like that so uh, it was relaxing driving around like uh, driving around the city of Toronto okay basically it can give you a heart attack just you know driving around for five minutes is all you need and it'll give you a heart attack in Toronto it is it's a very high stress city ripe with real estate opportunity Hamilton is and we were looking at a couple of interesting opportunities today to do student housing and we're looking at opportunities to just basically acquire uh, single-family homes or other uh, small buildings in Hamilton that need to be cleaned up fixed up renovated and then they can be rented out uh, to students or not to students so there is a lot of cool stuff in going on in Hamilton and we want to make sure you have the inside track. So if you would like more information 
uh, don't hesitate to give me a call. I would like to hear from you. And the phone number is 416-876-2031. That's a Toronto phone number. I've had that number for probably 20, more than 20 years. Long time. And uh, yeah, so um, excited about Hamilton. And now I am heading back just into Toronto because I needed to get back because my wife called me and my dogs ate my anti-convulsion medication. Well, we're not sure which dog. We have two dogs, uh, Mimi and Rocky. And um, we came back and uh, based on the number of pills that were left on the bottle lying on the floor, we did some quick math and we figured that one of the dogs, or both of them, but probably one, and I'm not going to mention who, Rocky, ate about 25 anti-convulsive pills. So the both dogs are at the vet right now, and my wife called to report that it would cost 490 something dollars to pump the stomachs of both of the dogs. And hopefully they haven't started to absorb the medication in the bloodstream because then it's going to be a real affair. And I wouldn't want to imagine what would be involved in that. Imagine the complex cocktails that the doctors would have to figure out. What was in those convulsive medications? How do we reverse them? What do we need specifically? And how do we get it fast? Oh my God, I could see a $2,000 bill uh, within 48 hours to, to manage something like that, you know. So anyway, let's hope for the best. I told my wife the story of when my two little sisters, well, they're not little sisters, they're actually older than me, but when they were little girls, they, one of them, uh, ate a bottle of aspirin, a whole bottle. And uh, I guess, you know, they were three, four, five years old, I don't know. So we didn't know which one. Well, my parents didn't know which one. So they took them both and had their stomachs pumped, both of them. And uh, to this day, we don't know which one had the pills because they either denied it or convinced themselves that it was the other person or whatever. And that's so their whole recollection of the whole thing is, is sketchy to say the least. But I think I know which dog ate the pills. I do, because this dog eats everything else in the house. And that's that's Rocky. And I hope he's going to be okay because we just adopted Rocky from these people about six months ago. And I would hate to have to call him up because I feel that if anything happened to Rocky, God forbid, I, I, I owe that to them. They still come. They stay at our house and babysit for us when we're out of town. So imagine having to deliver that news. Well, I guess it could always be worse, right? Speaking of which, today is Remembrance Day. And that is exactly what we want to remember is the veterans who gave their lives fighting for this country. And the reason I came to that thought was because I was thinking of a person who works for the Army. I forget what their titles are. They called a chaplain or I don't know what. But imagine they have to go and deliver the news to the family 
of those who lost their lives fighting for the freedom of our country and fighting for our great country and our great free system of democracy. And yes, it is truly a democracy. And not because my one vote is going to have a major impact on anything, necessarily, but because it's a capitalist, democratic, economic, and religious free society. There is no religion here. So whatever you want to call it, capitalism, uh, democracy, we see other countries in the world who live by systems that are very weird and some very sick authoritarian regimes who appear to be corrupt and who are threatening other free countries. So let us remember today. Thank you for listening. I'm David Garcia.